Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama, yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. I had the wonderful privilege of being interviewed by Startup Grind Jacksonville. So Startup Grind is a national organization, I believe. They, they may be global. I do know that they have chapters all over the country. Uh, they are powered by Google and they support uh, entrepreneurs. And so I sat with Miss Teresa Gamble from Startup Grind and we spoke about the boss mom wife life. It's kind of like a fireside chat. It was really cool, um, shared some pretty dynamic information. So I felt like, you know what, let's put this on the podcast. I wanna share this with you. I believe that this interview will bless your soul. So take a listen and don't forget to, to um, drop your review or a comment after you listen. Let us know what you think, okay? Enjoy the interview. Serena Thomas, she was with us last month on funding month when she was talking about that federal contract to redefine. If you missed that one, you missed the treat too. And she is full of wealth of knowledge. And those are the type of people I love to connect and groove with because we ain't trying to do like everybody else. Mm -hmm. We ain't trying to roll like nobody else. We trying to get it. And all you can do is come along, learn, come along and apply. But you know you got with growth, there is a re investment. So it's time out for the free season. There is no more free places for experts. Experts has to get paid because we make investments to learn and be the best at what we do. So I introduce the song and I present to everybody around the world, whether you're in the room tonight or you're going to be watching later, no other than my newest favorite I just, I, I don't have enough adjectives to describe her, but they all good. Just believe it. Miss Serena Moore Thomas from, uh, AKA from Philadelphia. Now she's in the house in Jacksonville, Florida. In Jacksonville. Welcome, Miss Serena. How you doing today, lady? I am doing well. I'm so glad that I'm here. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, turn your volume up a little bit more. Turn my volume up a little bit more. Okay, because I'm on my tablet. Okay. So tell me if that's better. Perfect. 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 Okay. perfect. 
So I have been reading your bio. I have been on your serenaspeaks.com website. Y'all, <laughs> if y'all have not checked her website out, y'all need to check it out. It is one like no other. I'm like, Lord, where was this when I was first starting out being a, a boss mom wife? <laughs> but Serena, tell us what ma- I know you have a unique story and I'm going to let you tell this story. Mm-hmm. But tell us your story and what made you launch the BMW Life. Yeah, so um, so I am a, a speaker and an author, an entrepreneur, and um, I shared a little bit of my story the last time I was with you guys. And so I, I started as an entrepreneur, um, as a teenage mom. So I was a teenage mother of twins. I had twins at 17 years old, started my first business with my father um, when I was about 18, 19, 19 years old or so. Um, that, that business, um, as I led that business, we grew to well over a million dollars in sales in like less than five years I knew nothing I was I, I, I didn't have a college degree didn't have much industry knowledge um, but I knew that um, I knew that there was more and I remember you know I used to have jobs and I would sit behind my desk and be like I am way too talented to be sitting behind this desk doing this right here. And so there has to be more. And that was my thing. And so um, the jobs that I would get, I would always get jobs that could help me build transferable skills so that I can use it in my own business. That was my strategy. Um, If I can't go to school for it, I'm going to learn on the job training, OJT. Right, you're gonna teach me how you do your thing, and I'm gonna tweak it so I can do my thing. That's what I'm gonna do, and so that was my strategy. And um, I ended up through that company learning about federal contracting, building a really uh, successful business. I was able to fulfill two childhood dreams as a part of that business, which one was be on the cover of Black Enterprise magazine, the other one was I wanted to make six figures by 30. That was my those were my two, um, and I was able to fulfill that while um, while leading the company with my father. I am no longer there. I resigned from that company about nine years ago now, and they still run the company, my father and my brother. Um, I've gone on, I've ran other companies, and um, I actually started a brand new company in January and for uh, whoever can appreciate it because the Lord said so and that was the time Um, and I started January 2020 that business in like nine months we were over six figures um, and from absolutely nothing like I didn't even have uh, nothing Um, and so that business is is climbing and growing um, and will more than quadruple in size we'll probably grow to three hundred percent in from 2020 to 2021 Um, so I have eight employees now and um, a team all over virtually and uh, I homeschool have four children and I have the BMW life podcast Um, and so the reason why I started the podcast was because um, it wasn't a it wasn't a pop your collar like she's a boss she's a mom she's a wife and you know she's just doing it and she's the lady that everybody wants to be initially when people hear that that's what they think But when I started the podcast, and you'll hear in the introduction, if you go back to the very first episode and kind of listen through, I started the podcast because that same boss mom and wife usually is so spent and exhausted and so defined by all the roles that she has that she forgot who she is. And so I did the podcast to speak directly to the woman who is managing all of this stuff and having difficulty answering the question of who are you? 
Wow. You know, and so that's what it that's what it was designed to do to really be a safe place for women to come take your cape off because this you it's on fire anyway. Take it off and and sit down somewhere and yeah. just woosa. Okay. And that's kind of why I started the, the the BMW Life podcast. Oh wow! I, I I was trying. I listened to the first one and I kept getting interrupted. I said I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna listen to the whole thing. But that first episode, it is so true, and I can relate to that. Back in 2014, that I was all three of those things and mm-hmm. then some, and then my health took a toll, and mm-hmm. it made me do what just what you said that woosah mm-hmm. because I had to deal with the woman. Yeah. I had to take all the mother roles off. Right. So as as you juggle all these things and you have gained so much notoriety for for that, and we appreciate it. But on this, on the website, I know you got the podcast where you talking to us and, and you and letting us be real. But on this website, she got freebies and printables, y'all. I'm tra- okay. I know it sounds like it's for business stuff, but it's some of this printable stuff for women. You know, for the woman, the holistic woman that you're talking about. For sure. And um, one of the things I'm actually going to go into the page now, and I told you the website is going to look totally different. So depending on when you visit or when you watch this, um, there are going to be so many more printables. We actually have um, I have a little small workbook um, that's really about getting unstuck and coming to the truth of like who you really are. You know, how do you get back to you? Because at the end of the uh, at the end of the day, you know, you're the common denominator everywhere you go. There you are. If it succeed, it's going to be because you did something. Um, You are, you, you have to, you know, accept personal responsibility for where you are, where you're going, what you make, how you do what you do. Um, And so I have a lot of things that are focused on shining the light on, on you, not who you are. Like, who are you when you're not boss and when you're not momming and when you're not wifing, when it's just you, who is that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Who, who is she? And, wow. and now how do we speak to her? Um, because we need her to not focus on, focus so much on becoming, and this is kind of getting into something else. You, you'll see it on the new website, but um, yeah. it's a it's a book and a, and, a, and a program that I'm working on for women. Um, and oh, it's wow. actually about unbecoming, not becoming, okay. unbecome uh, her. Unbecoming, got it, Un, got it. It's called unbecome her. Unbecomer. Wow. Um, and it's because life has a way of shaping and molding us into somebody that God never intended us to be. Um, and I believe that this life is more about unbecoming everything that's not really you so that you can be who you're supposed to be in the first place. So we have life that makes us into who we are. You know, we start to second guess ourselves. Our confidence is 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 lack. Uh, is lack. We're lacking confidence. We're we're fearful. We're all of these things. But that comes from a series of life situations. But we have to unbecome that so that we can be who we're supposed to be. You understand? And so right. there's a there's a whole process that goes along with that. So a lot more of what you'll see on the website are um, tools and resources to help um, women that are walking through that um, and a lot more live events and webinars where I'm able to just work with um, small groups, kind of like group coaching, 
We got Fight Like a wow. Mother coming. We have Unbecome Her. I mean, there's a lot. It's... Wait, wait, wait. What was that first one? Fight Like a What? Fight Like a Mother. Whoa. Fight I like, like that. Mother. Fight I like a like mother, that. and, and that I is like that, that is about our children, you know. Because um, yes. I, in addition to you know having yeah success in business and doing all the things, and this is part of the stuff we talk about on the podcast. I also know what it's like to have a, a teenage child, female girl, child, oh. uh, mm. or an adult child who you have to worry about night after night. I know what it's like to be up and I know where your kid is. I know what it's like to call the police trying to place a a report because you're not sure if, you know, she caught up in a Lifetime movie on the back of somebody alley. I know what that is. I know what that feels like. Um, and I, we've had, I've had a long season of that. And through that season, God taught me how to fight like a mother. Um, and so I believe, I know I'm not the only one. There are plenty of moms out there who have children that they carry, um, and they're grown children and there's a level of release you got to do so that they can have their own testimony and everybody don't know how to do that. And so I'm going to do B.A.B. Okay, you done hit me in the heart right here because I got you grown. I'm trying to hold my heart. You done hit me in the heart right here on that one because God helped to date. Releasing those grown children are something else. Yeah, something man. else. Yeah, man. So before we get too far into the mama role, because that's a whole nother preach right there. <laughs> Let's back up to the woman, the unbecoming, yes. because you are right. As life molds and shape us and shifts and change us, I know right now at certain age milestones we hit as women mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we go through internal and emotional changes. Right. And it impacts those different roles that you was talking about earlier about, you know, a boss, a wife, mm-hmm. a mom. I know I don't want you to tell too much, but just give us a sneak peek. Do you address those emotional and mental changes in the boss, mom, wife, life podcast or group coaching and stuff? And what would that what would a person, a typical person experience? Because I've read a lot of reviews about this workshop that you host for women. <laughs> yeah, so the 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 podcast what the podcast does for you um is it serves as a safe place. It serves as a safe place and I believe that when you're listening, you're he- you'll hear me speaking directly to you cuz I know who my audience is. One yeah. and two, I know what God told me to say. Um all right. of it is unscripted. I don't write anything. It is inspired. Uh, and so as I'm speaking, you'll hear I'm just I'm just saying whatever God is giving to me at the time and I'm not preaching. I'm speaking to you just like I am right now, um but wow. I'm teaching through my own experience and I'm teaching through what I know about um, the truth, primarily the the truth of God's word, because that's where I find my strength, my strategy, my stuff right there is that's where it is for me. And so that's my worldview. It's through the, the word. And so I do a lot of really just ministering to you and and wow. helping you to feel comfortable enough to let go to Wusa. So listening to the podcast and the reason why I did podcasts over a YouTube video or whatever, because um, people were saying, oh, you should do a YouTube channel. Oh, that would be so much fun. You talk with your hands. Yeah, I do like a rapper, you know, I no. <laughs> But the reason why I did the podcast is because I don't want you looking at me, looking at my lipstick, looking at my hair, looking at my hands. I want you listening and I need you focused. And so you might be with the with the iPods in your ear, standing at the kitchen sink, doing dishes and crying. 
And you know, because it's, it's ministering to you. And so it's meant to do that. It's meant for you to put it on when you're in the car by yourself. So you could just listen. Um, and as busy boss moms and wives, we don't take time to just settle down and calm down so that we can hear. And so that's why the podcast is there. Now at, at the end of certain podcast episodes, I may say, you know, we do have a course or something like about time management that you can then go to the website. And if you want more, we can go through a course together. Um, okay. If we're having um, a membership drive or something like that, then you'll hear about that through the podcast. But the podcast for me is a place for for you to get to know me, really. Um, and, I, and I'm getting to know you too, but you you know, it's, it's, it's one of those kind of things. It's a relationship builder. I love that. I love that so much. Now, I know you had twin daughters. I'm quite sure they're not small anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have, um, you know, probably middle age, high school, college students. So during the time you launched the BMW Life podcast until this present day, mm-hmm. have you met, wound up ministering to your own self with some of the previous episodes that you've done? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, for sure. And, and my promise on the podcast is that I'm not just going to share my highlights because I, I could do that. You know, we live in this social media world. Everybody's sharing the highlights. My life look, the, looks like the bomb on Instagram. We just happy and, and <laughs> got all the cute poses, the whole families together. Like that's, right. that's all social media. Um, so the, right. on the podcast, it's, it's the highlights and the lowlights. I talk about failures. I got a whole episode on failures. Um, wow. I did a I did a review of my own self twenty a twenty twenty review and I talked about the things we accomplished. Yes, we built a six figure little brand new little business in nine months, you know, and that was great. But then the lowlights, like you know, I I didn't know where my daughter was half the year. Um, we I have a grandbaby now. I have twenty two year old twins. I have one that's graduating college, and you know, we have a lot of things going. We moved. It was unpopular. The people that I thought supported me actually was jealous. And did not support us. We had to move by ourselves. And I thought we was oh. doing what the Lord said do. Um, wow. So there were there were all these other there are all these other parts to the highlights that you see, and that's what the podcast allows me to do. Give you the backstory, so you might see the picture, but on the podcast you gonna you gonna get the the process. You know what? That's very authentic of you because we do put one image and perception on social media. And you never get the true rawness or authentic of what we go through. And I understand um, so much that listening is more important and it's part of the healing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I'm a journal writer. Sometimes I have to write. Mm -hmm. But because um, certain disabilities, I can write for so long. So that audio does work. So I do agree with you with that. Yeah. So in your, um, the, um, on your website that you talk about the boss mom life and you talk about some, um, you always talk about transactional. Um, you said, uh, even on your LinkedIn profile, you said transactional engineer. And I even see the theme, even with boss mom life, it's transactional. (laughs) You, you, you speak to the woman. And when that woman is shedding and being an emotional, but how, what do you, what advice do you have for women who have a problem of being vulnerable and then who to be vulnerable around? Yeah. 
So, and, and that's, that's, that's a common, that's a common thing. And it's unfortunate, right? It is unfortunate, but it's, it's, it's very common. Um, so a couple things, one, probably more of 2019 than 2020, I did quite a bit of coaching, right? And I don't typically do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching because it, it, it's a lot. It takes a lot when you coach the way that I coach, because I'm there for your transformation. I'm not there to play patty cake and I'm not there for nothing else. I'm there to see you be who God said you are. Um, and, and we break down all the false, all the, you know, all the extraness and we get down to the raw truth of what you believe about yourself. And so, um, as I was working a lot with the women one-on-one -on -one, and even some of the group coaching, um, the, the very first step was understanding the truth of who you are. Right. And so there's a being there's a like there's a there's a there's a place where we have to learn how to just be. So that's where you come out of that hustling, grinding, getting a bag, chasing the bag, chasing it like you're doing all of this chasing and doing and doing and doing. And I call it do the Moses. You, that's what you're suffering from. Do the Moses, a whole disease. <laughs> Uh, it's that do the most sit down. You know what I mean? Like that's all we're trying to get you to do. So there's a, there's a problem with learning how to be. And so the first exercise that I usually go through with women that I'm working with is being who, who are you? Who does the word of God say you are? And then who has life made you? So there is that you are fearfully and you are wonderfully made, right? You lack nothing. You have everything that you need because everything that was created was created to bear fruit after its own kind, already created with all the ingredients, right? If you, if you can appreciate it or not, you know, in the, in the garden, in Genesis, all, everything was created. And then he created all the fruit that has seed. It produces more fruit because if it didn't produce on its own, he would have to recreate it every 30 days. We would be in trouble. You understand what I'm saying? Everything is right. created one time with everything it needs. And so get, I help you kind of get back to the truth of just who you are at your core. And then what life has made you. And then we start exposing the lies. What have you started to believe about you that's not true? Mm. Because that's the thing that keeps you from being vulnerable. You scared because you don't know who you are. <laughs> you are reluctant because you're not sure about you. You know, so we do, a, we do a lot of that. We do a lot of addressing, um, your it's. So I walk through, I use the book as a guide as well. The walk method through water Walker. Um, we use yes. that as a guide. Um, one of the places we spend a lot of time on is let it go because most women are right there and let it go, whatever your it is. And usually it's a shoulda, a coulda, or a woulda that you mm. won't let go, that you stay committed to. And it is the enemy of your progress. You can't hold on to what was and fully embrace what's to come. You can't do it. You got to let it go. Um, and so when God told me stuff about my children, like um, Serena, me and you can't work at the same time. Who you want to do this? And then I said, <laughs> okay, you're right. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do it and it ain't working. I'm exhausted. The, the, the truth of the matter is I'm about to have a whole breakdown because I'm not even built to handle this. I don't even know what to do, um, but I keep trying. I keep trying. And it's like, yo, let it go. And then trust the process. 
Okay. I'm sorry. One of my guests in the chat just said so heavy. I'm sorry. She said so. Basically, Serena wants me to be running around up in here and up in here because she preaching. She really preaching. I'm, I'm just I'm staying still. But she you speaking so much truth because we don't know how to let go as women when we need to let go. And it it takes up space when. The, when um the Lord wants to bless us with more or give us more because he knows we're ready for it because we've been tested and tried. But if we don't let go shoulda, coulda, wouldas, we won't get there. So that is so profound, Serena. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I, when I saw her message in the chat, I just started laughing. So I'm going to have to ignore the chat because they no, got all good. I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad y'all get y'all picking up what I'm putting down. But the same way, listen, the same way that I'm speaking to you right now, every single podcast episode is the same. Um, so when we talk about, I have one on there called your assignment is not optional. Like, I don't care who's clapping for you or who's applauding or not, or who's supporting. It's not optional. You have one well done one, one. And it's not coming from nobody down here. Like I, at the end of my life, I want to die empty. I want to hold my pockets out and be like, yo, I used everything. I don't have nothing left. You know, it's, it, I left it all, you know, I'm leaving it all here. Um, and so the podcast is the same. It's, it's this same energy right here, except it's recorded and you can rewind it and play it back and say, what did that girl say? Um, so it is full of, and it's, it's just authentically just who I am. This is what I'm called to do. I'm assigned, um, to, to wake you up, stand you up and point you up. That's what I do. That's what, this is what I do. And the, the thing is what I really believe in my heart is that there are people waiting for you to show up. I say it all the time. There are people waiting for what you have. And I don't want to see you die holding on to what somebody else needs. And so my job here, my little old job, I'm just going to do it wherever wherever I have an opportunity. My job is to wake you up and awaken you to the fact that there are people waiting for you. And I don't want to see you keep them waiting. Wow. That's good. So I, I, I got to shift it. We still going to stay on the BMW life, but what, let's talk about the boss part of the boss mom life. Because <laughs> I know since this pandemic, a lot of women who are working are no longer working. Mm -hmm. They're trying to reinvent themselves, just like you said, how life shapes us. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to find their niche. Excuse me, their niche, mm -hmm. their customer discovery. They're trying to do all of this stuff so they can make it happen. But some of them have taken on caregiver roles for adult family members. Mm -hmm. What and how, I know you may have got this question or been asked this during the pandemic. What do they need to do to either reinvent themselves, reintroduce themselves, to be able to maintain that status as a as a boss a boss woman? Okay. So the, the, the first three things that come to my mind are what you need is coaching, accountability, and community. Okay. Coaching, accountability, and community. Now, in terms of coaching, I have for most, and I've, I've had very successful businesses. Those, those earlier businesses that were extremely successful, I did not have a coach because I didn't understand a coach. I felt like, you know, especially these days, everybody a coach. You go to a coaching class over the weekend and now you're an expert. I, you ain't never did nothing. And then, you know, whatever. So there's a lot of coaches. <laughs> right. And so I, I had been turned off to the coach thing, right? 
um, because everybody's calling themselves one. Um, so I totally underestimated the value of having a coach until um, I had a divine encounter with the person who would later become my coach, Coach um, uh, A.M. Williams. And he is phenomenal and dynamic. There is, I'm so serious, literally coaching with Coach A.M., changed the trajectory of life for me and my husband. We were both working with him and I wasn't even about that coaching life. But what I needed was somebody with a different perspective. And here's what's, what's interesting about coaching. And this is why I say coaching, because what you need when you're in a transition, you need somebody that can see what you don't see. You need somebody just like LeBron James, right? He's the, he's an awesome athlete, but he ain't nothing without that coach and the rest of that team because the coach can see what you can't see on the court. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how much skill you have. Football players, they have multiple coaches. They got a coach that sits up in the stands. They got coaches on the sidelines, position different places because they're all looking for something different. You understand? Right. So they see right. what you can't see so that they can help you get to where you're trying to go. Coaching is important. You got to find one whose voice resonates with you, mm. period. Okay. So that's coaching. Accountability. If you're the only one accountable to you, you, you in trouble. Maybe wow. that's a quote. If your accountability is only to you, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Because you make excuses for your own self, right? I couldn't do it right. because you can't be accountable to you. You need accountability. And accountability comes with, that um, takes me really to the third, which is community. So I believe that those three keys are the keys to helping anybody transition in any situation. It's coaching somebody with a new perspective to show you what you can't see. The second is accountability to make sure, to ensure that you do what you said you're going to do. You got to let your yes be yes and your no be no. And most people won't keep their word to themselves. You wake up every day, talk about what you're going to do. And then at the end of the night, it ain't done still, you know? So your things are on the to-do list for like three years, girl. <laughs> if you don't get that, <laughs> how long, how long are you going to keep that on your to-do list? It's been coming wow. every single, every year it's following you. So something's wrong. You need right. accountability. Right. So you got to have that in the net, that community. Um, and so I, I have a um, I have like a, a small group, like a, a monthly group that meets. And that's what we do with coach. We have accountability partners. We pair them with an accountability partner, um, pair you with an accountability partner. And then we um, we have um, the community, the online community, Facebook group. So you can ask questions and community is important because you need like minded people. There's some stuff that's going on with you, with your business, with your personal life that you can't post on on your on your Facebook page. Yeah, so there are things that are going on with you and your business and your stuff that you cannot post on your Facebook and your LinkedIn, but you need an outlet. You need a place and you need a community of people who you know are cheering for you and who want to see you succeed. You know, so because when you're posting stuff on Facebook, you're not sure that, you know, you know, you got the haters. So you got to You trying to make the words sound all right so that it don't come off wrong to the, to the haters. Then you have the other people, the, the family who don't think you doing anything. And then so you got to try to make it. So that's, that's too much work. It's too much work. So you need a community where you already know nobody. There's no big eyes and little U's. There's no CEOs in my group. 
everybody's a CEO, but I don't even care. Take your cape off when you walk through the door. Your title means absolutely nothing. Neither does your resume. You're there for help. You're there for support. You're there because we all agree that you have something that people need. And that's it. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. The coaching, that accountability, and that community. That is um, amazing. And I love the advice that you gave because sometimes we can account, we can do lists, we can do reminders. Mm -hmm. But if you're not committed to the process, even if you're, because like me, I'm searching and seeking for a mentor, but I'm looking for somebody, a mentor is where I'm trying to go. Not what the level I'm at. So can I can I interject something there? Sure. So on that, so it, I'm so glad you said that. So there there are for every CEO, every business owner, there are three key people that I feel like you need, right? And so there's a difference between a mentor, a coach, and an advisor. Okay. That's good. Now I have all three because I, I I know I understand their purpose and their function. Okay, so a mentor is someone who you learn from, but it's not typically in a formal fashion. It's somebody who you um, probably admire and someone you can glean from. Right. So you see how they move and you kind of you're learning, but it's it's a it's a learning because you're watching. Right. So that that's like more of a mentor type relationship in this context. Okay, let's just be clear. And and from what my perspective, this is this is it. So um, so that that's a mentor. So I have a mentor. He does his thing. I mean, he's 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 filthy rich, been places I I've only dreamed about Um, low key as all get out. But every time I have an opportunity to have a conversation, I'm learning. You know what I mean? And he mentors me by putting me in positions that shows me that he believes in me and he trusts me. You understand what I mean? So there are things we work on together. He will conveniently not show up and then be like, Serena, yeah, go ahead and run the meeting. I'm like, run the meeting. (laughs) You know, so, but he's mentoring me. You understand what I'm saying? Because he's, he's, he's training me kind of, but like that. Then there's the coach. My coach helps me to strengthen my inner game. You understand what I'm saying? My coach is making sure that the right Serena show up. Like, like make sure that 11-year-old Serena don't be trying to run my business. 11-year-old Serena with all her issues can't run my business today. You know what I'm saying? I can't let daddy issues make me make stupid decisions. Like, we got to deal with the stuff that's behind the woman you see. Okay. There's a, there's a, there's a version of Serena that existed that was addicted to achievement and addicted to the applause of it all. And I got to make sure that that Serena don't show up for my speaking engagements because she'll be fine with the applause and ain't nobody bought nothing, didn't make no money, didn't grow the business, didn't help nobody, but got an applause. Mm. That's a problem. My coach helps me with my awareness and perspective. Okay. That's my coach. My advisors help me to govern. You understand what I'm saying? So here's where we're going. Here's, here's the, 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 the plan. Here's where our focus is as a team. And now they're listening and making sure that I am always in alignment with who I said the business is. 
and they advised me that way. That is amazing. I am so glad you broke down mentor, coach, and advisor because a lot of people misconstrue what the role is, and especially for entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. it has to be specialized. You yeah. have to have a specialized mentor or a specialized coach and a specialized advisor. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, they may look at you and look at me, and they probably saying, "Sabrina got a coach." What? Yeah. Um, they look at Teresa. Yeah, I had plenty of coaches and mentors, sometimes five at one time, which drove me crazy. <laughs> but as I grew and as they got business busy, I still kept, you know, the advice and the nuggets they gave me. But I'm still on. I got to find that new match for the new level that you're going to. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. me, when would you know when it's time to either transition to a different mentor, coach, or an advisor? Or do you stay with that person throughout your growth process? Well, um, I feel like if you, I feel like you know, you you already know. It's kind of like if you have to ask, then you already know it's time to make a change. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I think that there's a, there's like a level of knowing you, you just know. Um, some people are, are seasonal. You know what I mean? There's some yeah. people that are just for for a certain season, and that's okay. Um, and then you you use what you need in that season, and they stay around, but you need at a different level, and so that's going to require a new a, a new um, a new engagement. You understand what I mean? So I feel like you you know when you've outgrown when you don't rely, or when the when the um, when the advice or what you're getting feels stale and Mm. stagnant then Mm. you know it's time to make a move and um uh as i point back to the podcast i have a podcast episode called um one yes at a time one yes at a time not one step at a time but one yes at a time and it, it it speaks about um part of it if i remember correctly is about kind of outgrowing some relationships and willing to keep moving because i'm moving and i'm walking one yes at a time and so my yes of yesterday is what got me here now that's that might have been unpopular for the people that i was with at the time but it's okay because I, I'm doing this one yes at a time. You understand what I mean? Yes. And my yes is taking me further and higher each time. And everybody can't go where you're going because everybody can't see what you're seeing. So mm. it just kind of is what 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 it is. That's amazing. Well, Serena, I, I know me and you can talk on and on, but I want to give our attendees in the chat an opportunity to drop drop questions um probably you know to ask you anything concerning what we've discussed so far serena has talked about her two books um the water walker which i'm waiting on lord the ship and take it forever i've been trying to get this book and they keep telling me it's coming so i'm waiting on the water walker and the unbecoming book i think that's amazing (laughs) and um so (laughs) Patrice said in the chat 
Come on. So one of the things, can I tell you this? Um, as you sure. put your questions in there, put go ahead and put your questions in the chat. Um, so that that one yes at a time, I even talk a little bit about how I got here to Jacksonville and what I'm doing. So for those of you that are from Jacksonville, um, so I, like I said, I have a business. We have about eight employees now. Um, I homeschool my two kids. We have a barbershop. We have another business. We, we have a couple businesses. Um, so we have a lot of things going on. But um, my my book when i wrote the book i didn't feel like an author i was like yeah no i cannot do this there's no way i can do this like no right but i, I really felt like i was saying write the book and i'm like this is crazy but i did i did i wrote it and i told him i said if you give it to me like john on the island of patmos like <laughs> uh, uh, vivid colors and pictures i'll write what i see because <laughs> i don't feel like i can do this and he did just that. Long story short, it was the book that got me to Jacksonville to speak. I spoke at the Potter's House um, for the um, Marketplace Ministry Bible Study that my mentor, Glenn, Pastor Glenn Henderson, um, does every Tuesday at 12 o'clock over at the Potter's House. And I came, I saw, it was awesome. I was like, oh my God, all this ministry, the food pantry, the distribution center, the plaza, just all the things, the jobs. And I'm like, this is what ministry looks like. This is what I, I see in my mind, but where I am, it's not happening this way. So, you know, but this is what I know. I like, I feel this, right? Well, fast forward, I ended up working with Pastor Glenn um, virtually. And right now, today, I sit at Kingdom Plaza. I oversee the uh, management of Kingdom Plaza here on the Potter's House campus here in Jacksonville. And so we have lots of things that are coming forward um, for business owners, not just leasing space, but just classes and courses. And um, we have a co-working space. I'm opening up an executive office in June. Um, so if you just need a one-person office that's fully furnished and a good space for community um, to help push you forward. We have a small little office spaces that you can rent out within one, you know, one space, like a, you know, like a Regency kind of thing. Um, right. And so I get to do that, but it was the book that I wrote that I came to speak about that turned into a different opportunity. One yes at a time. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's that's amazing. Okay, Asha says she's interested in co-working space. Oh, of course, it's beautiful. I, I'm, I can contest. Oh, I've yeah, been there. It yeah. is beautiful. I was there when they was first um, structuring and putting it together prior to Serena, and I'm quite sure she's gonna put her flavor on it now that oh, yeah. she's there. It's some flavor um, now. Um, yes. Anybody that's interested can um, can send me an email um, to Serena uh, Serena at the Highmark Group LLC.com. Serena at the Highmark Group LLC.com. If you are interested in that um, co working space, I think we have only two offices left actually um, in the co working oh, wow. space. So we're, yeah, we have two offices and then we have some virtual. Um, we have virtual uh, options as well, where you can just have a virtual office. And it, I think it's like 147 a month where you have an address and a receptionist, somebody received packages in mail, and then you can drop in whatever you want, but you work out of one of the, um, one of the like open areas. So we have a couple desks 
setups and you know a lounge little area and stuff like that so you can still have the whole office feel and a place to meet but you don't have to be there like every day and you don't have to have an office with a door um so you can do the virtual thing too that yeah. is amazing patrice says she don't order the kindle book and she gonna get the hard copy come on and then subscribe <laughs> to that bmw life podcast and leave a review that's the thing yes. you gotta leave a review you gotta listen and then review it yeah. So you see, you mentioned something about reviews. Let's yeah. tap on that a little bit, cause you, cause I, you and a couple other people, they're real pushing. But how is important is leaving reviews for business owners? Oh, it's wow. extremely important. So for wow. one, for credibility purposes. So you, you always want people to know um, what other people are saying. Cause I can say it's the bomb all day, but when you say this has been extremely helpful and here's why, then somebody looks at that review and says, okay, I'll give this a try. So that's always helpful. Um, with the podcast, for example, my podcast is listened to right now in 32 countries, 32 countries. I think it is. Yeah. 32 countries right now, almost every continent. And what happens is as you review, it helps you to come up to higher in the rankings so people That's will good. see your stuff more. Um, so it's very, very um, important to, to do reviews. Okay, I think, okay, Patrice said, thank you so much for de delineating the various roles when you have affinity with different people. How do you discern whether they are a mentor, a coach, or advisor? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you, based on, again, the definition that I gave, um, I think you should be able to really clearly understand their role. Now, all of this, remember, flows out of relationship. So you can like see somebody on the stage that's talking or you'll see me. Okay. You know some stuff about me and you'd be like, oh, I want her to be my advisor. I don't know yet because I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, my advisors are are more connected to my industry as well. So they have more of my like their their filter is my business and what I said my business is aligned to do. And they advise me according to what I said my business is aligned to do and who I said my business is. So I, those are not the people I'm going to to teach me how to be a CEO, help me to get over childhood trauma and hurt. No, <laughs> they are. <laughs> they, they're not them. I can't cry on them. I mean, I can cry. You understand what I'm saying? But on, with the coach, I need boxes of tissues. I need to be crying. I'm vulnerable. I'm emotional. I need to be, you know, come on, Serena, get together, get back in the ring. Right. I need that. So it's going to, it'll, it'll reveal itself. And I hope this answers your question. It'll reveal itself through the relationship. So you build that with people and then you determine kind of where they stand and where they might be best fit for your needs. Good. Okay. She said, the, so the relationship is a differentiator. She said, that makes sense. Okay. Corey from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm so glad he's in the room. Her, his question is, are you part of a co-working leader slash owner group? And then he said, I have a founder in my ecosystem who is wondering about community or groups where she can learn and be the best co-working venue and leader. Oh, that's such a good question. And the answer is no, I am not. I am not part of a group. Um, my co-working space is privately owned. Um, it is under one of the Highmark brands. It's Highmark Office Solutions. Um, and so 
uh, I'm developing the community based on my heart for small business. And so I know kind of everything that I do, I do for other people what I wish somebody would have did for me. Um, that's how I coach. That's how I teach. That's how I do my podcast. That's how I teach my government contracting courses um, that I teach. And, and I, I am, I be from that place. <laughs> right. And so my co-working space is really, this is a beta test for me. Um, and this is one of what will hopefully be many, but no, I am not. Um, I'm actually interested in learning more about those kind of groups, but I am not a part of one. It's, it's totally private and I'm starting from scratch. And she's the queen of scratch. If you read her background, <laughs> you'll see. I mean, everything is scratch with Serena. But but when it's scratch like that, it's authentic. That means yeah. you're gonna you're gonna make the investment. So yeah. with that being said, Serena, anybody else have any more questions for Serena? Because as you say, she got all them businesses and she <laughs> homeschooling mom and she she the boss my wife and we you know I know she had to pull time out her day to do this, which I'm grateful for. Now, she asked about, I got someone that's inquiring about the federal contracting course. I mm -hmm. saw a little pop-up on Serena Speaks that you got a class coming up. Mm -hmm. t t share a little bit about that, um, Serena. Yes, 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 yes. So, I mean, that's that's really on, on the boss side of Serena. There's, you know, Serena Speaks. There's the Highmark Group. There's Highmark Solutions. There's a couple other little businesses, right? Online stuff and all that. So, the Highmark Group, a part of what we do is we focus on teaching small businesses how to succeed in the federal marketplace that is um, a big we, our businesses are missing out big time there are lots of money being spent with small businesses from a contract perspective and so I teach small businesses how to um, find simplified acquisitions micro purchases um, how to supply different product that the government needs where you don't write proposals but you supply what you know what they need and so I have a different twist on federal contracting again from my experience. I don't teach anything I've never done. Um, so I've won multiple sole source contracts without competing with anyone. I've won hundreds of federal purchase orders um, without writing a proposal. And so I put all of this in a course and all of my courses, every single one of them on all different subjects, um, including this, is on Water Walker Academy. Um, you can get to it through Serena Speaks, but if you go to waterwalkeracademy.com, that's where we're putting out all of the courses. Um, starting in July, I believe the full, like all the menu of courses will be available. Walk, um, courses on time management, Too Brilliant to Be Broke is another one coming out. Push, Ideas to Action. So there's a lot of them, but the federal contracting, all of them, they're all on waterwalkeracademy.com. That's where the courses are. Anything speaking related or just general Serena at an event or something that you're doing, <laughs> that's all going to be serenaspeaks.com. Um, so I'm that's so glad to connect with all Thank of you, you guys. Thank you, Serena, for that insight. And I know my guests are enjoying it, eating all this up. We're going to have to have her come back and do a workshop. I'm going to see if I can sweet talk her to do one of her <laughs> workshops. Well, hold up. You know what? I need your notes. I know you took good notes. 
Because I feel like while I've been talking, I done talked about about four different courses I need to create and at least two more books I need to write. And so I'm going to need your notes. I need you to, Miss Teresa, I need you to look at them things and say, girl, this is a course. This is a course. This is a whole ebook and we need more on this. Can you do that for me? Yes, I will. I'll be more than happy, honey, because look, I'll be first one signing up. I'll yep. tell you about me first one signing up. Okay, here go, Patrice. No, Patrice, you cannot steal Serena. Serena's not coming on your show. <laughs> sure. So I just wanted to introduce a few people in the chat. Patrice Perkins is the chapter director in Capital Region, New York, Serena. She's oh, tuning in. Okay. Um, Corey Hart is the startup grind director in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. Um, and we talk all the time and all the time. And then Ashley, she was at the federal contracting event. She's right there in Jacksonville. She's a new coach. Okay. She has a new book. She's rolled out. Um, Women that pray. And then um, a good friend of mine, she was in Jacksonville, and now she's in Raleigh, North Carolina, and that is um, Carla Matthews. She's an event planner. So these are some amazing people that stopped by today to hear about the BMW life, and you have gave so much information and nuggets, and I'm going to make sure this information is shared out. Now, Serena, she said, she said, this was so amazing. She said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Any last questions before we let Miss Serena go? You all got to check her website out. I've been dropping links in the chat. A Water Walker Academy, serenaspeaks.com. That's where you're going to find the Boss Move Life podcast and all the other stuff she does. You got the Hotmark group where she does the federal contracting. Now, I don't know about the barbershop and all the other little stuff. Y'all going to have to go on Serena's website and check out the rest of them. But Serena Speaks, as always, as always, I want to let everybody know we got more events to come later in the week. Our next one is Thursday this week, so Tuesday and Wednesday, we're going to have to have a, a woo-saw moment like Serena talked about earlier so we can process what she's saying. Yeah. But Serena, I'm going to give you our last word before we go to the women that are listening, to the men that support the women mm-hmm. um, on how on what's the next steps they need to be doing right now to get ready. This is mid-year. Yeah, so mid-year, at at this point, it's all about discipline. That's the D word. The D word is it's discipline. Um, So there's a lot out there about, you know, time management and money management and all that. And the truth is you can't manage money or time. Money is going to go where you put it, and it's only going to do what you say to do. Um, Time is not in your control. Um, It's you that are in control. And so you got to manage you in the time. That's time management. And so at the end of the day, it all equals discipline. So if you're going to end this year on top, it's really going to be because you are going to discipline yourself to do what you said you're going to do, be who you say you are, and keep your word. Um, and so I, I pray that this has been a, a, a blessing to you. And I'm just really glad that I had an opportunity um, to, to, to speak with you today. So go be great. Somebody is waiting for what you have. So go do it. Thank you so much, Serena. Always, if you want to connect with Serena, subscribe to her podcast, The BMW Life. 
uh, website, serenaspeaks.com, for her printables and her free stuff that she's giving away. But she says it's going to change in June. So if you look at it today, it may be different by the time after June. So check out the upgrades. If you want to register for her federal contracting class, that's that Water Walker Academy, all her courses. Make sure you get her books, Unbecoming and Water Walker. Thank you again, Serena, and thank you for my beautiful guest, and we will see you on Thursday. Thank you for having me. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Was that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking, and here's the deal. You can head right over to my website And I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, We have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.